0: What's up WWE Champions? We are here. Episode one.
1: What's up, Rusty?
0: Okay. (laughs) Well, um, we're doing this all audio in case you're uh, listening and we're not in the same room and we're not even on a video screen together. We're trying to use simply audio technology. So there may be an odd miscue every now and then, but my name's Rusty and I'm here um,
1: on the East Coast. And I'm joined by Lee Brown, and I am farther into the West Coast, out in the Denver metro area.
0: Nice, so we've got you covered, coast to coast. Well, episode one, WWE Champions mobile game.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've been playing for like four and a half years. That's, that's, aside from my wife and my faith, that's like the longest relationship I've ever had. <laughs> I've been a Pearl Jam fan a little longer than I've played Champions app, so
0: I might add that to the list. Hey, please. Nice. Uh let me ask you this. Who were the who were like the Chase characters when you first started playing? The guys that everybody wanted on their roster.
1: Oh, good goodness. Okay, so not like monthly chase as in like MLC, but just like the guys that everyone was going for, right? Yeah, who are the whales? Oh goodness. Um, so the first one I remember uh, was like many Christmas since ago and they did the Ho-Ho Hogan thing and it was the first time Powerhouse Hogan was in the game. Everyone was freaking out and then like everyone was, oh, any Hogan was the whale character every time a new Hogan came out before they had the tiers in there, like just the unofficial tier lists. So I want to say, say Hogan was the first I remember like everybody freaking out about.
0: Yeah, I think what my about you? uh, uh <laughs> I've been playing a little bit longer because it was like Alberto Del Rio <laughs> and like oh Cass, cast <laughs> like Enzo and Big Cass and like with their gear. That's who everybody wanted um Enzo so they could farm and uh and that he would just keep regenerating his his health. Um
1: oh man. I I'm not even sure how many years ago that was, but that was the era you know that was the era that was like right after i started playing because i i missed them i missed like the tough seth ultimate future seth being like the guy um i think maybe Pac was just starting to come down you needed six because zombie austin oh maybe that's the shout right there zombie austin was the one that everyone was going for because nobody could beat him if you didn't have six that that might have been it so
0: right yeah yeah yeah
1: so well, so hey. how's about berto del rio working in the game for you now <laughs> well
0: now they've modded him to be one of the uh what was it aop guys um at oh, this yeah. point. he's just the green gym like plus whatever plus four green gyms um so yeah <laughs> yeah he's he's i guess he's he's a utilitarian character um as of the time of this recording, we're going to dive in a little bit of content. I noticed um, my time, I'm about 30 minutes after the daily reset happens. Um, does your daily reset happen at the same time mine does? Did yours happen 30 minutes ago?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's just it's one o'clock for me and it's like three o'clock yeah, three for o'clock you, I guess Yeah, so we're on
0: day three of this month's MLC. Uh, what is the MLC called? It's Money in the Bank UK solo contest um day three are you tracking where the um where the what is it called Uh, i don't follow it as much as you do but the daily points that you're trying to accrue what's that curve called
1: oh yeah i mean we just typically yeah call it the points or your your uh progress so far but i mean like the uh the pace is usually the phrase and Typically in a four month event, you, you need 125 K and then in a five, I say, I mean, I said month, <laughs> four week event. And then in a five week event, you need a hundred K and I'm struggling. Like I, I bought the, the initial three star silver for the free theory and I uh, bought the backstage pass for week one and I'm not quite at 125. And the big thing this time around, never done it before, but all new is that there's no solo points during the weekend events. The weekend events are their own little island this month. So we'll see how this goes. But I normally max and I'm a little behind right now.
0: I am at about 52K right now. So I'm way behind pace. I was not, this is the first MLC um, talent up event that I have not maxed in months. Um, Wow! It felt like the bar was a lot higher for that talent up. A little brutal. And, um, and so I didn't make it. I didn't have enough Hall of Fame guys ready to go up to, like, five-star gold. Um, but tell us about – so you bought the, um, the Theory. How's, how's Three Stars theory, theory working out so far?
1: So, honestly, he's one of the worst, like, free, quote-unquote, free characters that they've done in the last few. Um, it doesn't help that they've done a bunch of – technicians i mean last month was technician lex and like this month's you know it's a like last month's was a better era this you know than this month this month is modern era which is just stacked because everybody who's been in the last like five years six years just defaults into modern era um so you got guys like matt hardy that are still modern era even though they're definitely not but um yeah so he doesn't he doesn't stack up there his silence i think it is gym damage doesn't quite uh stack up and the era doesn't quite stack up so he's not as interesting as the last few ones they have but the chase is one of the best they've had in a while so a little bit of balance there
0: well and the other thing is they've pushed some of these free characters over the last few months to where like like baron corbin just oh, yeah. insanely generous for scopely to give him out as a free character better than just about any trickster out there right In as far as damage
1: yeah dakota kai same trickster female just super insanely good yeah they've done good they, i mean it's been better that way i think than like when i started i mean I, when you started there there was no free real characters and stuff like everything was a grind or a spend i think and uh, they've gotten a lot better on that the last, what at least since January.
0: Okay. Well, that's good to know. Uh, so as we have this conversation, one of the things that we're hoping to do is to help decode the game for new players. We're also helping to provide some insight into the game for guys uh, like the friends we have in our faction that just need to talk strategy and they need help understanding where they need to be focusing um, and then the other, the other thing is uh, there's, there's really no podcasts that are just talking about the game. Uh, and sometimes you just like to hear some of your passion projects discussed. And so maybe it'll be a little entertaining for you if you're out there. Maybe it'll be a little helpful to you if you're out there. Lee, tell us about your roster just for your credibility here. Because I know if you were posting in a, in a forum and looking for a faction, everybody would want to know, what it is that you bring <laughs> to the table, right? So tell us a That's little bit right. about your roster.
1: Yeah, well, you know, first off, I love our faction, the the Black Pearl. Uh, you know, we're not as aggressive as some, but so I'm not looking for, you know, a faction. But, I mean, I see that on the Discord and on all the different channels and stuff like that. So I am getting close to uh, coming up on like a, a, what, a 5 million roster is is my next goal. That's my next big project there. Um, I have just a few characters that are kind of the whaley side of the the thing, but they're really luck. I mean, I don't spend near as much as what some do, but I've got guys like Johnny Knoxville. Uh, I've got guys like Streaker Goldberg. Uh, I've got Ghostbuster Roman. I've got a few of those that are kind of right in there. And I'm getting real close to that 5 million milestone. I've got about 20... One twenty-two six-star bronze, and I've got one as of this week six-star silver. So that's kind of the lay of land for me. And that's going to be the new question: is how many six-star silver
0: do you have? Um, right. Yeah, because because you're going to see it. You're going to see it. Uh, rede- the meta is being redefined now, right? By six-star yeah. silver.
1: Yeah, yeah. Some characters that were like literally, oh my gosh, you got to have them a week ago are literally half as interesting right now as they were. Like, so big example, DX Triple H, you know, technician, reality area, I think it was, you know, all yeah, those top like, of meta, t- these-
0: meta five-star gold, right? I oh, yeah, mean, six-star bronze.
1: Yeah, yeah. And his move damage went up like 10%, whereas the health pools and the gem damage went up by double for six-star silver. So he's literally half as good today as he mm. was last week.
0: Did did anybody else get a big push? So Triple H uh, got nerfed. Did anybody receive a massive upgrade in the silver meta that we've that we've cracked so far?
1: Um, yeah, anybody who is gem damage based. So like, you know, Triple H's counterpart would be Shawn Michaels, the acro Shawn Michaels. You, you know, before uh, six star, really up to even like five star silver. Akra Shawn Michaels was just a killer like everybody needed to have him and I didn't he was one of my white whales uh six star though he dropped off a cliff like a lot of people took mm. him six star and he just didn't do it because gym damage wasn't as strong uh and now he's not like top tier again or anything like that but with the new flat gym trainers with the the double the damage on the gyms uh I mean he's back in the conversation and probably someone that you would take up even beyond DX Triple H now
0: that's great to know because i've got acro hbk you used to tell me you were jealous of me now yeah. i am the one who's jealous of you my roster sits at a lowly 2.81 million um even though i started playing the game um a little bit before you i took some time off from the game and so i have a little bit of a gap uh in my roster i've got four six star bronze and um Two of those are IOW superstars, so some of the easiest to bring up. But I've got Kurt Angle at Six Star Bronze. I'm excited about the new IOW Kurt Angle. <laughs> and I've got IOW Brock that I'm working up. Uh, he should be coming up to Six Star soon, um, all because of my uh, the, the membership into the uh, Champions Club. And so when they gave out those coins for the Champions Club, Superstars, I reap the benefits, and so my roster is basically being carried uh, at that level. I've got six star KO, um, the, the powerhouse KO, so relentless. Uh, so I'm really excited about that, too. Did he get nerfed?
1: He didn't get nerfed, did he? No, no, he didn't. And sorry if you can hear the train going off in the background here, but no, powerhouse KO uh he's almost untouchable in terms of except for like boss breaker stuff where they intentionally do everything they can to nerf him because he's Mm. so strong but like his gym damage he's got that percentage buff the way the trap gyms work like again you have him i don't that was one of the chase characters i missed and that was one of the ones i was like oh i was dumb for not going after it that that month um but he pretty much should stay on par like ongoing now the big one that's changed the game beyond him since then is powerhouse sammy and i think going into six star silver the meta is going to shift really hard towards multiply gyms because uh, mm. the flat gym trainers really work well on the multiply gyms and then you got guys like the striker kurt hall of fame that came out powerhouse sammy you know ones that i don't think either of us uh, are, are close to close to sniffing at all on there but like 19 times multiply gems, uh, he can hit like with his worst move set. Merrick says in the nine million range. So so I think that's kind of where things have gone. So your your powerhouse KO should should hold up for a long stretch.
0: Yeah, and shout out to Merrick's. We love his content, and um, and he's one of the guys that we're in his Discord, always talking about this stuff. And we hopefully, if you're in that Discord as well, maybe some of these audio recordings we're doing will serve you well. Um, Well, Lee, can we turn a corner and talk about what's going on in the game this week? What's going on with the events? Maybe there's some guys that are, maybe they're even free to play, or maybe they're spending a little money, but they need to be thinking about the strategy uh, in the game as we look at this month's um, contest, this week, uh, and what the game holds. You want to talk about some of that?
1: Yeah, so uh, obviously we've kind of hit it a couple times, but the biggest shift is six star silver and if you're uh you know chasing for those higher like oh gotta have certain guys um you know like i took up hall of fame steve austin which is by no means a a good move he's not strong but you know it was it was free resources for me so so if you yeah. are you know a uh, kind of an intro player a mid-level spender that kind of stuff then hall of fame and iow are the easiest and quickest way to get towards six star silver. Um, but I mean, the six star silver meta has nerfed the move guys, but in general, it didn't really change too much. It just doubled health pools and doubled gym damages. The big thing that changed is the flat gym trainers. So, you know, one of our uh, girls in our faction asked like on our chat, like, well, what does a flat gym mean? What is that? Like, so the, the trainers like Rey Mysterio, Mask of Mystery, he now does at 21K, so five-star gold, he now does 12,000 damage extra per purple gem. So you start stacking those kind of things up and you can do some pretty aggressive stuff. So Amy or AMW uh, is her name in the game there, uh, in our faction, she has Hall of Fame Taker as her best. And so if you stack Striker Rhea, who can do 12K on Blast Gems. You stra—you uh, stack, uh, I believe it's Powerhouse Seamus, the, the King Crown one guy, uh, he mm-hmm. can do 12K on Blue Gems. And then you stack Eric Bischoff, NWO Striker, he can do another 12K on Blast Gems. So right now, you get your Move Trainer in there and Hall of Fame Taker, and you're doing 36,000 damage per gem before any buffs, before even the static standard base damage. And that changes things quick. Like think about Austin Theory, the new one on there. You got your Theory Tour, minus right. three star silver. You know, I paid that 30 bucks or whatever. Not a great character, but I can throw green gem damage trainers on him and boom, he can kill five stars Really quick, because it just twelve k per gym, you stack a couple of those, you hit it a few times, and boom you're you're done. So people coming into the game and, and people I mean really, actually, at any level, you should be working up those trainers because they literally change the game more than even six star silver itself does. That is your focus for a while. let me ask you this uh and,
0: and well, and two things one, first an observation by comparison. I mean, I've been throwing Santa Hogan on everybody just for extra uh, gym damage. So it's like 22,000 or 2200, if I remember, like gym damage. And so by comparison, you're saying 12K, 12,000 damage per gym, right? Yeah. So over 10,000. So, and let me ask you this. From my observation, that damage is not visible when you click the Superstars card, when you go in and you look at the like trainer ability, those new 12K trainers actually still say 2,000 damage, correct?
1: Is that correct? Uh, no, they shouldn't. They should. Uh, it's so up to whatever their base was, which is usually their 5K or 9K, before these came out, it should say 2,200. Uh, and then since they added them in the game this week, the new trainer abilities, it should say something for 17K, give or take. And then something for 21K. And the 21K is the, is the big one. That's the 12,000 uh, damage. So you're not just talking like gem colors, you know, your purples, your greens, your whatever. But you're talking blast gems, silence gems, botched gems, you know, et cetera, et cetera. All of them, you get those trainers that are the flat ones. So not percentage based, but just a, a standard flat amount. And they should all have it. Um, So you should see it in game if you click on the poster and flip it around or not flip around. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: flip around the back of the poster. I was looking just on the card itself. And so that means I didn't have that trainer high enough and I couldn't see that buff uh, visible to me. Well, let let me ask you this. What are some of the names of those trainers? If you have some that you can just rattle off
1: um yeah off the off the top of my head so what i do uh is i create an apple notes app i'm on apple's platforms but you know whatever you got just create a note create an evernote whatever uh i literally just screenshot and kind of like shrink them down to a postage stamp size the the main picture of them and where they're at and then i kind of prioritize them by class so like ones i've got I've, i mentioned uh striker bischoff he's the blast jam uh striker ria she's blast jam so you're fighting for striker points Motu Goldberg, Masters of the Universe Goldberg, the one with that silly helmet that I actually, on the shelf I'm looking at right now, I've got the toy because they put it on clearance (laughs) at Walmart. So I've got him right there on my shelf. Uh, Zombie Drew McIntyre is uh, one of the colors in there. Um, You've got Striker Undertaker, which he was the one they actually kind of broke the dam with. Uh, last Outlaw Taker, he's gonna be your power gems. And they did that like a week before. I was like, ooh, look at this. And then yeah. all of a sudden, like now everybody's on there. Uh so you got those. You've got uh tech Stacy Keebler would be uh I think red gym damage. You've got tech uh Jimmy Uso, the bloodline one, is like your botch gym guy. Uh you've got, let me see here, Lex Luger, the uh the showboat, the, the Wolfpack era one, which I love the Wolfpack era. That was great. Uh, He's one of your guys. You got the Free Booker T. Uh, King Seamus would be another one. Uh, Braun Breaker is one that does kind of your things. So here's the one that everyone's missing, though. Everyone's not paying attention is Razor Ramon, the trickster. Everybody Mm. else is 12K for whatever reason. And I know this is going to change the world for everybody. 12.1K. 12,150 damage. He's better than any of the rest by that slimmest of margins, but that means you can stack double purple, because he's purple Jim, and then uh, who's the... I, I don't know off the top of my head who's the regular one, but there's a regular flat 12K, so if you have somebody that you don't need move, charge on, you could literally stack the two of those, plus Rey Mysterio on the coach, and you're like you're you're hitting pretty hard um so those are some of them there's a bunch more in there um but mix of your free guys mostly the free guys are going to be trainers you know the the first slots that you have on there and then some of the more s tier a little more rare guys are going to be the coaches because the coaches are a little more versatile so
0: hmm. yeah yeah so uh, so many of those names that you just rattle off I have them sitting down at the bottom of my roster at three star, (laughs) especially the undertaker. I mean, Razor Ramon, I just checked. I've got him down at like 600 talent. He's four star gold. And I haven't leveled him at all, you know? Right. Oh,
1: oh my gosh. Yeah. And I think that's what most people are going to run into is at best people leveled him up to like 5k, maybe 9k. And the big challenge is gonna be you gotta take them all the way to five star gold, which the tokens are gonna to become so much more available. It happens every time they release a new set of tokens. The six star silver tokens are gonna to be rare, but like even I've noticed more of the five-star diamond, five star emeralds are starting to show back up. So you'll get there a little quicker, but as you're planning your your next week, because this week's talent up, so most of us are done now. In fact, I think the talent of the bend is over so so you don't you know really need to talent up too much except for on the weekend faction events but next week when they start doing the daily spend x amount of coins it's going to be something like 50 million 50 million coins into your trick razor is going to take him up like that you know Nice. No, that's, that's really helpful to know. Sometimes
0: I, I just don't know where to spend the resources. And so that's why I'll get on our faction chat. That's why I'll get on the Merix discord and start talking about who I need to bring up. Um, so super helpful. And hopefully that's what our little podcast will help others out there. They're looking to do, it looks like today, as I open the game, uh, there's a new tour and they're trying to redeem, um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm cracking up wade barrett is back with a vengeance and it even says barrage has just begun or is it barrage barrage yeah the Barrett barrage okay the barrage has just begun tour is live as well as our uh there's a new set of um solo tours for the uk challenge this mlc it looks like this the stip tour came back um it's color clash black is reset and uh let me go over to events now and see what is having our contests looks like this is a solo contest for wade barrett as well as what are you thinking about contests as guys are getting ready to start chasing stuff and wanting to get loot and milestones what are the contests saying to you
1: yeah so the biggest tweak for this month and i'm not sure how it's going to go, and we'll see if uh, it works or if it doesn't. You know, Scopely does do a good job every once in a while trying something new. Like we mentioned earlier uh, about, you know, how Baron Corbin is such a good free character. Well, if you remember, like they did a two month long chase, you know, with him. And so they tried something, it didn't go as well, even though he, the card itself was good. So the thing they're trying this time is that for those chasing solo MLC, that's Nikki Cross, the striker, who's the the chase for the high leagues. uh, You don't get any points on the weekend. And normally like a long time ago, especially like your, most of your points were on the weekend. And then it kind of shifted to the midweek events a lot more as those got more popular. Well, now Mm -hmm. there's nothing like, so there's no solo points on the weekend. So the tours that you're doing, Uh, Give you the solo points for the Barrett Barrage. And I think you can get 5 million if you have all of the right characters and stuff towards that specific event. But that specific event does not help out the overall solo. So it's kind of its own island. This is the first weekend of it. So we really don't know what to expect or what it's going to look like. Uh, But then the feud this weekend is pretty well standard. I mean, it's the same thing it's been uh, with the exception of the one tweak that they did last month, which is the the final milestone for war score is now 75 million instead of 50 million, which worked out okay for flash feuds because you got that extra day. So we'll see how that goes now for regular feuds, because it's basically you got Saturday night to get it done. And, you know, maybe into Sunday morning, that's it. So well, that's kind of what about, it looks like. When we're talking about feuds, are they still doing that the
0: bonus points for using, um, for rotating your roster, who you're using in the feud? Is that where you get all the most points there?
1: Yeah. So so the best way to do feud, in my opinion, uh, there's kind of two paths that people look at. Uh, the one that I used to do that I don't do anymore is to basically have a minimal roster with one superstar that's just killing it. So you got everybody else's low. And so then that's gonna match you up with other people, other, you know, uh, feuders that that basically have a lower roster. So you're just gonna go through and smoke everybody. Um, now, the way Scopely countered that is you get bonus points for unique wins within the individual feud matches. So if I set up a six or seven, give or takes, that's usually about what you can get in there with your line bonuses and stuff you got six or seven characters using each one of them in that individual 30-minute feud gives you the most possible points so you want to have a more stacked out roster but then of course you're going to face more stacked out rosters as well so if you don't have people that are the quote-unquote killers that are going to go out and there just destroy everybody uh then you you might use the other tactic but then you're going to have to feud four Or five times as much to get the same amount of points because of that first time bonus.
0: Oh, so, so yeah, so Scopely's trying to dissuade us from sandbagging, and uh, and that yeah. makes sense, they're going to reward you for not doing it. So good kudos yeah. on them. Um, it seems like when Scopely changes things in the game, there's usually a pretty justifiable reason for it. Um, as much you know, smack it, it gets talked against them, uh, and we can't. We probably shouldn't do it on this episode, but I'll say this: I'm looking forward to doing a whole episode with you and just talk about my favorite format, the boss battle. I love uh, boss battle; it is my favorite thing they've done in ages, and for me, it has rejuvenated my uh, play in the game.
1: Good, interesting. Yeah, I'll interview you and just tell tell you, hey, what what is it? What is it about this that you like so much? So, uh, coming soon, right?
0: Yep. We can, and we'll probably even coincide with the week that we're doing it and then uh, get the guys in our faction listening to it because it takes strategy. You can't just go out there and, you know, throw your best person uh, in a boss battle and think you're going to win because it really takes more than that.
1: So, right. Yep. Coming soon. Got to have a lot of communication coming soon.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, let me ask you this, and and I'm just looking at our notes here, but um, as we're, as we're, thinking about, um, this week, as we're thinking about this month, um, what's, what's the single, like most important thing that someone could be working on,
1: focusing on, trying to spend resources on? I think it goes back to the flat gym damage trainers. Anybody, uh, anybody who does a 12k damage, when they hit 21K is your focus. A lot of people are going to be rushing to six-star silver. Uh, Merrick's talks a lot about this on his streams and stuff. And that means a lot of people are going to make really stupid moves. And, you know, I, I get it. Like, for me, Hall of Fame Austin was one of those things where I could easily take him six-star right away because I had already built him up to six-star bronze. I had tons of shards for him. You know, the colors on his uh, on, on his teepee and stuff wasn't so bad for me. Um, and so it was coin, which has also become a lot more available. So I took a big hit on coin. It was 150 something million to go from, you know, starter six star to max six star bronze um but i don't feel bad about that because i mean it really didn't cost me too many resources other than coin but if you're going out of your way and like trying to you know just because you know let's say you got hall of fame godfather or hall of fame you know they just gave out iron chic for uh his passing you know r.i.p um and, and you're just doing it because like you've got to have that six star silver you're probably making a bad move um and that's okay. Like, you know, as long as you got the resources to cover it and you're doing it for fun and you're not caring about that, then that's, that's all right. But, uh, but you're probably going to regret who you take Six Star Silver right away uh, because most of the guys that come out after they release Six Star you know, Silver or each time they do a new meta uh, are built around that meta. And so they just tend to work better in that. Um, but you know, if you've got flat or I'm sorry, if you've got gym damage guys that you could really, you know, focus on, like I say, multiplies, especially if they're using good high number multiply gems. um, I don't think you'll regret that, but, but getting those trainers up is absolutely everyone's focus until they're all, or at least most of them are 21 K and good. Cause that benefits your entire roster, no matter who it is. Uh, So that's going to trump for me an individual roster move every time.
0: That's good. One
1: key takeaway um, from our first
0: episode. Hey, before we wrap up, who's your pick for WWE pay-per-view money in the bank? What guy (laughs) is going to take it and what girl is going to take it? And if you need a minute to think about it, I'm ready with my picks.
1: Okay. You go first. You go first.
0: I think female Becky Lynch is a lock. They're even starting to work that storyline of it's the only thing that she's not won you know as she's looking at her career and the illustrious you know uh, achievements it's the one thing she's not done I think they're going to start working that angle it's going to be Becky I think she's a lock I would even put a I would put a wager on that if I could in Vegas I think um with the guys like my heart says Cody I want it to be Cody like I (laughs) I don't think he's going to be in it though I don't think I think they're going to keep working this weird Brock um feud and I think uh before they even announced the tournament for the new heavyweight champion I was already saying this is AJ Styles year AJ Styles is going to win the men's money in the bank he's going to carry that uh, um briefcase around with the OC it's going to be a really cool angle that they work and uh, I think they're going to build tension again
1: with AJ and Seth Rollins Okay. All right. I could see that. I can see that. That's good picks. So sidetrack, short, short tra- sidetrack there. Cody doesn't finish the story with money in the bank. You're saying, huh? Co-
0: <laughs> I don't think Cody
1: will <laughs> ever finish the story, and that's what kills me.
0: I w- he is a made man, story, right? <laughs> I think I think he's I think this, and here's the theory on Cody. I think he's going to experience quote hard times this year. And it's gonna be all about a build up to WrestleMania next year. I think next year it's gonna be is his if he does finish the story, it'll be at WrestleMania next year. And I think this year he's just gonna get punished. He's gonna be the underdog. They're gonna to have to unmake him as a made man
1: before they build him back up. So they're going with an anti-Roman Reigns feel. I think so. Where they shoved Roman Reigns down our throat for years. And like, this is the guy, this is the guy, this is the guy. So are they they trying to do a Daniel Bryan with Cody? Or is this its own thing?
0: I'll say yes, but I think what they're trying to do is to use Cody's same strategy that he had had in AEW where he knew he was like the face of the company and he knew if he was booking himself and pushing himself as the guy, um, that it was going to turn fans off. And so they, they made him go through the hero's journey in AEW uh, as well. And there were so many times where he should have won in AEW that he didn't because he was putting another guy over. Because Cody Rhodes is always about the business. And he's always about mm. building up other talent and doing for what's best for the show. So.
1: Well, I I hope that he finishes the story. If he doesn't finish the story at WrestleMania, there is no more story. It's just, all right, we're done. Like, go, go, go away with this. (laughs) It'll be the never-ending story. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, the never-ending story. And and you know what? They made a never-ending story part two. So that's what Vince McMahon is backing on, is that he can just keep telling this story until we get sick of it. But I don't know. I I really thought this WrestleMania was make or break for Sammy and Cody. And they kind of broke both of them a little bit. I don't know. Unpopular opinion, maybe.
0: I mean, when you saw Sammy pop in Jetta, I mean, did anybody get a bigger, you know, maybe L.A. Knight. (laughs) For some reason, the crowd in Jetta loved L.A. Knight and chanted his name even when he wasn't on screen um, so that's a really interesting
1: uh, development there. In the Middle East, L.A. Knight is huge.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So so perfect segue to my Mr. Money in the Bank, which is L.A. Knight. I think he needs it. One, he's in his 40s, like like you and me, right? He uh, He doesn't have a long shelf life in Vince McMahon's eyes. And I think he is... And I'm gonna say it. I think he's the Daniel Bryan of this moment for us because Vince keeps pushing mm. him down, keeps not respecting the fact that he's getting the biggest crowd reactions outside of Dominic Mysterio, who is like the craziest story when it comes to crowd reactions that we've had in years. But outside of him, LA Knight is getting the chance, the but and like the other week on, I think it was you know one of the shows they they very visibly hooked in crowd booing noises and everyone in the audience is like cheering so it's like what you see on screen is like a bad old-timey dub movie where like the, <laughs> the lips aren't syncing up with what's going on in the audience and and stuff so I think I think they'd be stupid not to take LA Knight and give him this shot. I think it's a Daniel Bryan story waiting to happen. I think, you know, the boss isn't behind him, but the crowds behind him and the more Vince tries to crap on him, the more it's going to make everybody else go, well, forget you. We are going to make this our guy. So for me,
0: that would be incredible. LA Knight. Yeah. And he, and I hope he does it as a heel. I hope he gets that briefcase and does not suddenly become this soft baby face. I want him
1: to be just villainous and sneaky oh, yeah. about it. It would be so phenomenal. I I agree. I agree. And for Miss Money in the Bank or Mrs. Money in the Bank, I I think I agree with you. I think Becky Lynch is the right choice. And I'm gonna I'm gonna end us on some controversy here, real quick. Because to me, now I'm not commenting on their personal lives. Their you know, both men have been canceled and have had. You know, uh, uh, they let you know the, they would say they were in a different era, right? Um, but Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair, Charlotte Flair, is her dad. She is the one that the industry has said is the best ever, and she's got the championship pedigree. She's got the background. She's got. I mean, she's a good, solid wrestler. I don't like her in the same way. I didn't like Ric Flair. He was never my guy. I was never a horseman and I really didn't watch WCW. I was always WWF and Becky Lynch is the Hulk Hogan of our era. And I think history is going to show that just like whenever you have the conversation, who's the best wrestler of all time. Most people are going to say it should be Ric Flair but the reality is most people say Hulk Hogan, right? And that's going to be the same conversation. Charlotte is always going to be in Ric Flair's spot where she has all the titles, all the pedigree, and people go, yeah, but Becky Lynch is right there. (laughs) And you know what? I'm in that crowd. I am in the Becky Lynch's right there, and I think she's the best female uh, wrestler, maybe not in terms of technical ability, although she's strong in that, but just in terms of the overall presentation, to me, Becky Lynch is the best female wrestler ever
0: yeah I, I i agree with that and I, I i would put becky in in the in the category of like a stone cold where her persona okay. is larger than life where her charisma where her mic skills where even feuding with becky will make you you know it oh, will yeah. legitimize you as a wrestler if Unless you have Becky's attention. oh she <laughs> she should be doing it man and we cheer for her because we're in South Carolina. And so she hails from, you know, they, like she's not really from South Carolina, but she went to boot camp at the Marines boot camp down there in Paris Island. So that's where they've kind of made her background from. So we cheer for her as like the local girl. And man, they just can't, she just cannot catch a break. The audience hates her. She doesn't, <laughs> nothing she does is interesting. And I like her. Like I really wanted her to go over. Like I was hoping you know this thing was going to take off even when she came back as like you know softer and kind of likable and they still booed her out of the ring uh just did not work
1: man yeah yeah she's got go away heat or xbox heat as they call it
0: i well that's i wonder and i'll even ask this is does dominic have xbox heat sometimes i think that's the booing is like we don't care we don't like you we're not even going to let you talk and we are not, you're not a heel to us you're a joke to us that's that's kind of what i think is happening but maybe that's just my speculation
1: i don't i think you could be right at the start i think at the at the original heel turn early judgment day days everybody was like oh my gosh just get off the screen but i think this weird thing has happened that isn't necessarily even what he's doing it's just what's happening outside of it's like this very meta commentary on the role of the audience in wrestling i think we talked ourselves into booing him so much that it got fun and the more that the reactions get bigger and he can't talk and everyone knows he's not the guy but he's getting the reactions like he's hulk hogan that just turned heel in the nwo and the more that happens the more we like that that happens the more we're gonna keep booing him and the more we're gonna have fun booing him because everybody else is having fun At the end of the day, I think that's what wrestling should be. It should be fun. It's escapist reality that is a male soap opera of sweaty men in underwear beating each other up. And it's there for us just to go, "Ah, I had a good time with this. And I think when Dom comes out, people start having a good time. So I don't know. Go Away Heat to me is more like Baron Corbin. Who he comes on the TV screen? I'm like, what else is on? Yeah. Like, I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna change the
0: channel. I'm gonna fast forward. Yeah, turn it over to Ice Road Truckers and enjoy the show. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, because yeah. watching ice melt is more fun yep. than watching Baron Corbin. And he's well, so I good. Think, you know, he's such a good technical guy. He's just not. There's just something there you don't want to stare at. I don't know. That's right. Everything you just said about wrestling
0: is exactly the same. Is true about the Champions app. And uh, it's an escape. It's it's a fun, therapeutic, no-brainer. Breaking some gems, having some fun, tuning out in a meeting application that keeps us coming back and wanting more. That's right. That's right. Well, I guess we're wrapping
1: up. Thanks, man. This is great.
0: Yeah, well, i tell you what, Uh, I'm on Discord as at Rusty Graves. That's also my social media handle, and that's actually my name. So (laughs) um, I I wasn't sure if I was going to share my last name or not. But you can can find me on Discord. You can find me on Muric's uh, app. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter,
1: all that stuff, at Rusty Graves. How about you, Lee? I'm at Night of the Sun, Night with a K like the old medieval guys, and Sun with an O, so Night of the Sun, and that's my handle pretty much everywhere as well.
0: All right, we'll catch you on the next episode of, um, of the WWE Champions Podcast. That's right. Go smash some
1: gems.